The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase out of the week. It's the dog days of summer, so go to BubbleGenius.com for their Happy Fluff Pup Wash Soap. It's soap for your dog, and frankly, I've actually used it on myself, too. Specially formulated for a very sensitive puppy, this soap's got essential oils that act as natural flea repellents and skin conditioners, plus colloidal oatmeal and shea butter to help alleviate itchy skin and to condition the coat. The raised paw bumps on the soap can also act as a bit of a massage bar. Only $6 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez, that's B-O-B-A-N-D-C-H-E-Z, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Recorded live in the USA and covering the whole wide world, this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Right on! With Bob Zeska and Chez Pazienza. Khan, you've got Genesis, but you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. America! The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. It is Tuesday, August 2, 2016, and this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I'm Bob Sassia, that is Chez Pazienza sitting right there. Hey there. Hello. They're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Get free legal advice. Send him, send him a note. Send him uh, all of your questions about uh, the law and legal things, especially if you're being sued by Donald Trump. <laughs> That's at the BowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chess. The BowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chess. Or just click the link in the podcast page. And my uh, my effort to get sued by Donald Trump continues. I'm not doing a very good job of it. I think he's got way too much on his plate right now to so. worry about us. Oh God, I, you know I don't know where to start. I, I mean, I even wrote down on my uh, on my little show page here. Where do we begin? I think I think the important thing is not to get him to sue you, but to get him to say publicly that he wants to hit you. <laughs> With his little fist. God, I, you know, I forgot about that. It's it's one of those situations where the things are stacking up so quickly. Well, that, There's always more things. And that's I, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem with Trump. And that's why it, it's almost, if it weren't for the fact that I, I, I truly, genuinely believe now that he cannot control himself. This is not a crazy like a fox situation. No. Um, I think somebody at the Post wrote that today. It's true. This is this is a guy who's genuinely crazy. He genuinely cannot control himself. Yeah. But if it weren't for that, I would say it was genius that he's constantly, um, he 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 just overwhelms you 
with so much awfulness yeah. that it's impossible to like it's you know I, I think I also heard somebody say this is such a perfect 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 analogy or was it uh, I can't, God I can't I feel bad for not knowing this I feel like Ezra Klein did something about it but I know that somebody yeah. else may have said about the bed of nails theory was it Ezra Klein who said that oh I somebody, don't know I don't think so I, I haven't somebody, heard the bed of nails this, theory this is perfect somebody made a really really great analogy and I wish I could credit that person right. it's the bed of nails thing it's you know you, you step on one nail and your history you lay down on a thousand nails and you're fine <laughs> and I guess that's the case with Donald Trump we're laying yeah. down on a thousand nails yeah he just keeps it up so much that no one thing sticks although admittedly look the con thing seems to be it seems to have some legs yeah and part of the reason for that is that he won't shut up right he won't shut up about it roger stone won't shut up about it it's just it's turning into i think the centerpiece of the latest avalanche of disasters for donald trump which calls to mind our Clown car crashing into a wall music. We have to do this to kick off. <laughs> and of course, that's the, been the last five days, especially the last five days. And I completely forgot that he said he wanted to hit some of the speakers at the DNC. Yeah. That he wanted to punch them out. Yeah, that's his, his reaction because he can't, he can't, no perceived slight can go unanswered. God, and that was... That was what three days ago, four days ago. And I want you—I want you to think for a moment. I want—it's just—you have to do this. I want you to imagine for just a moment that yep. personality, mm-hmm. that personality that can't control itself, that can't control its responses. Yeah. That is basically a walking id that has to lash out and throw a tantrum over every attack, over every perceived slight, even the most banal, even the most minimal. Oh God, yeah. Imagine I- him controlling a nuclear arsenal and being threatened by Kim Jong-un. That's exactly right. As Kim Jong-un always does. Or being threatened by some other despot or some other country or somebody else saying something negative about him. You know, I made the joke forever ago about how we'd get into a war with Liechtenstein because that country's prince or prime minister would insult his hands. But, you know, at the time it was a joke. But but it's it, that's not that much of a joke. No, it's not. It's actually very much not. And and the the thing that I keep going back to, and I think this is the litmus test that everyone should go back to when we're choosing a president, and, and deciding between two candidates, is uh, it's the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis test. Like superimpose Donald Trump. Let's say uh, there's another situation like the Cuban Missile Crisis, and we're in a confrontation, a nuclear confrontation with Russia. We, we would have had Trump been in office during the, the Cuban Missile Crisis. We wouldn't be here. We ex- would not be here. That's period. exactly right. No, that's exactly right. He would have launched. He would have done everything wrong. Yeah, everything that Kennedy and the the Kennedy White House did correctly during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and they did make some mistakes. I want to know that. But the fact of the matter is, overall, what what they did prevented World War Three. And everything turned out to be just fine with the Soviet Union. I mean, we ended up winning the Cold War. The Soviet Union ended up collapsing. So everything was fine as far as that goes. If Donald Trump had been in that position, even if Richard Nixon, who's much, much smarter than Donald Trump, uh, had been in that scenario, we would have ended up in World War III. It was one of those situations where you absolutely needed a disciplined set of minds calling the shots and uh the the fact is that it it was that kind of smarts that donald trump does not have it was that kind of restraint that donald trump does not have and i i can't even imagine i mean the the entire idea of donald trump in some sort of nuclear confrontation everything would turn out wrongly 
I mean, literally everything. That would be the end. As you said, it would be the end of civilization as we know it. But you know what's sad? This is this is something that's been kind of sitting in my head recently quite a bit. Um, you know, my, my, my whole thing, my whole sort of mantra lately has been get outside the bubble. Yeah. You know, leave the bubble to see how other people. And by the way, uh, I can never pronounce his last name. Is it do that? Ross do that? Do that? Yeah. Whatever the hell yeah, you pronounce. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I think that's to his To his actual credit. His sort of Twitter uh, storify on how Republicans perceive this race was actually really astute, which is surprising from him. Yeah. Um, about the fact that, you know, the, the, because we're not, again, we're not willing to get outside the bubble. So I've been like, get outside the bubble and get outside the bubble. The problem is Republicans won't. And no. I think that's, this is one of those times watching this go down. This is one of those times when I am, am most unnerved. Uh, by the idea of there being a Fox News, yeah. When I'm when I'm most uh, when I'm when I most look at Fox News and think you're not just a joke, you are genuinely dangerous to democracy because they are presenting only one side, only one side, and the people who watch it, the people who are Trump fans, watch only Fox News. That is the only story they're getting. Oh yeah, they don't leave the bubble. Yep. they will not leave that bubble. That's right. That's under right. any circumstances. And speaking of peeks into the bubble, I, I didn't intend to talk about this on the show but i mean i got i i don't know how i got added to some ridiculous pro-trump newsletter that must be fun <laughs> but i'm looking at this it, it was the most horrendous thing i've ever seen this was a uh it was sort of one of these awful newsletters where they put everyone's email address in the two box so you can see everyone who received the email and uh, it's very clearly pro-trump and as i'm, I'm scrolling through here this thing on my phone. The subject line is, how does Obama do it? And this is, again, this is to take a look inside the pro-Trump bubble. The subject line, how does Obama do it? Borrow $9 trillion with no curiosity at all from the media. And then there's this rant about uh, the debt, which they get com- the debt completely wrong. It's one of the recipients responds to this. And I, again, I don't know how I ended up on this. I, I swear to God, <laughs> I don't know how I ended up on this email list. I think they just put me on here to troll me. I think that's what they do sometimes with people uh, with the left. Is, well, we'll just stick their names onto this uh, this thing and they can read. Uh, and, and maybe they'll change their minds. Yeah, no, not a chance in hell. But then the, the, one of the recipients responded to the question, how does Obama do it? Borrow $9 trillion, et cetera, et cetera. Talking about the debt. This person responded, because the head in charge and in the media who are also commies back him up just as they will back up Hitlery the Nazi. We must I, I want a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> we must do everything in our power to make sure the bitch does not get elected. Right? Yeah, it, and it is it is completely divorced from reality. And and I say that I say that not as uh, I say that not as left versus right or democrat versus republican. It, that is completely detached from reality. Oh, absolutely. And then I think the whole thing culminates here by saying we should all refuse to attend any Thanksgiving or Christmas gatherings of any relatives or friends who don't pledge to vote for Trump. Well, see, the problem is that Thanksgiving and Christmas Christmas both fall after the election. I just want to mention that in case the uh, the person who added me to this newsletter is is actually paying attention. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, it's, just, it's scary as hell. And then, of course, there are all kinds of, which I can't, Obviously, I can't show on a podcast, but in this email chain, there are all kinds of 
horribly racist cartoons in it. Of course there are. There's one about, uh, quote unquote, I mean, they actually go after Asian Does anybody somehow. still use that word? I guess, I guess they do. <laughs> They're in this email that I got. Uh, and then, of course, the, the anti-black uh, cartoons are in there, and the anti-Mexican cartoons are in there. And then, like, the actual drawings of them are terrible. All, all of this is to say that th- that is your daily peek inside the Donald Trump bubble. And, uh, and, and it's terrible. And that, that's the way people are thinking right now. If you want to know why people are so angry, it, co- it all comes down to race. I mean, I'm not breaking any news by saying that. And I think that's been informing a lot of the, the anger over, over the Khan family Khan! that uh, Donald Trump has been spending <laughs> the last four days criticizing both himself on Twitter, uh, uh, verbally in interviews, and with his surrogates like like Roger Stone. Right? I mean, one of the latest things, Roger Stone, the weirdest of all Trump surrogates, is now going around saying that uh, Khan is an agent of the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah. Roger Stone, longtime friend and confidant of uh, Donald Trump, jumped into the fray over Kaiser Khan's scathing criticism of the Republican presidential nominee on Sunday, calling Khan a quote-unquote Muslim Brotherhood agent. He says he says that he's a terrorist and that his son was committing terrorism, was was there for some sort of he was there on jihad. Right. He actually said that. Yep. And meanwhile, you had the other Trump spokesman, another new guy who like what, what I really appreciated about it was that Brian Stelter, he did an interview with Stelter yeah. and Stelter, to his credit, managed to like mention that said, and here's a new face from the Trump camp. You know, this is his first interview. Right. You know, and, and, and then just I don't know if you've seen it, but then proceeded to take him apart. Uh huh. It just destroyed him yeah. because he kept this guy kept bringing up. Well, this is about uh, you know this is about radical Islamic terrorism. He's like, but no, it's not. This yeah. is he and he said he's like he's like you keep bringing that up. He says so that means that you're either trying to change the subject or you're trying to tie Mr. Khan to radical Islamic terrorism. So which is it? He, and the best part about it was he didn't Stelter didn't get angry. Stelter just. One after the other, just oh, yeah. didn't did not let him get away with a fucking thing. Yeah, and you know it's of course completely in keeping with the entire Trump crowd. I mean, they're not losing any points with their people by criticizing Khan. Uh, you know, Breitbart went after them. We got this Breitbart headline here in a second. You know, the, all of Trump's people are cheering this on. We've, we're going to play a clip here in a little bit of at a Mike Pence rally, where another military, a mil- this time a military mom, a a white middle class Air Force mom gets up and asks Mike Pence about the con situation and and the crowd boos her. I mean, the Trump people boo her. It's amazing. That's why he has the support he has. These people were already baked into the pie for him. They're already brainwashed. And so, of course, they're going to they're going to think this stuff. They're going to lash out with all of their. Uh, their anger and racism that, that's been building up uh, for the last eight years. It's like, remember when you were a kid and you, you had the, there was those evil Knievel motorcycle things that you'd rev up the, the, the crank on the side and get it really going fast and then you would release sure. evil Knievel. That's what it's been like for their racism of the last eight years or so. Yeah. They've been cranked up so hard <laughs> and then they press the button and boom, right off into the goddamn wall. And the then, evil Knievel of racism. I like that. <laughs> the evil Knievel of racism. There you go. 
So, uh, and of course, they're just following suit from Donald Trump himself, who, as we all know by now, tweeted a couple of things about Khan and then doubled down in, in various interviews. He said, Mr. Khan, who does not know me, viciously attacked me from the stage of the DNC and is now all over TV, which he spells out T period V period. <laughs> doing the same and then he writes nice exclamation mark like he always does he always yes. has to end with the exclamatory and then he also tweeted this story is not about mr khan who is all over the place doing interviews but rather in capital letters radical islamic terrorism and the u.s yeah, so there it is there's the that's the talking that's the right. talking point that he sent his minions out to try to somehow disseminate yeah absolutely and that's just it oh by the way he ends by saying get smart Exclamation mark. Yeah. I mean, just, just, I, 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 I don't understand. I yeah. don't understand how we're here. I don't either. I don't either. I what mean, is it's happening? These, none, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. This man is a f***ing menace. He is He's a menace. A lunatic. He's a menace. And, and we're all in grave, grave danger right now. Right. I mean, we're having a lot of fun at Trump's expense this week, and he's crashing and burning in the polls. I mean, Hillary is way up, according to Nate Silver. The fact of the matter is, by the way, don't get happy. The fact of the matter is... No, that no, don't get, don't get happy because, uh, because um, Julian Assange, from his, little, from his hole in London, where he's holed up yeah. because he doesn't want to face rape charges, right. he's still promising to unleash hell on Clinton. And yeah. it sounds crazy, but it, the smallest thing changes the narrative. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, where was Trump a week ago? Trump was, if the election had been held the last time we did this show, Trump would have won the election. I mean, that's how close it is, or close it was, and that's how close it could become again. And again, I go back to the refrain, we're in grave danger. Donald Trump is an existential threat to American democracy, if not democracy around the world. I mean, this is... I I can't underscore it enough. I mean, I've never seen anything like this, so there aren't words there aren't sentences to put together to fully encapsulate how truly dangerous a donald trump presidency would be and i think the main part is it of it and this goes back to what we were saying about the bubble is that all of those people would back him up you'd have fox news channel everyone would be lining up in support of donald trump and all of the accompanying despotism that he would bring to the uh, to the white house and and to a presidential administration yeah I, I, I mean, I don't even know how else to describe it. It's just we're on the verge of mayhem. I mean, I can't. I mean, we've said. I mean, we've been doing this show. I think we've done this show through at least one presidential election, and we said that presidential election was maybe the most important of our lifetime because there were high stakes with regards to health care and so on. This, I mean, it's not even close. This is the the most desperate presidential election maybe uh, maybe in American history. I mean, between carrying on the United States as we know it or just absolute, I don't know what the f*** we're doing. Absolute, I mean, it would be full cuckoo's nest if Donald Trump got in, and that's understating it. I'm, I would, there are several scenarios that I would see, not the least of which is a move to impeach very quickly. Yeah, I mean, that would. Very quickly on, on the, on the grounds that, that he's mentally unstable. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's like it's like the, you know, I can't even remember what the hell the uh, the rule is that allows, uh, you know, the commander of a ship to take over, you know, the XO to take over for the commander when the commander is mentally unfit for command. Yeah. I mean, I think there's similar uh, judgment calls that are made with regard to that situation as there are with the presidency. And I think if that was the case with Donald Trump, I mean, uh, I mean, I think that would be the best case scenario uh, uh, if he were to get elected, that they would that Congress would immediately move and it would have to be Republicans would immediately have to move to impeach him for being completely incompetent i mean it was just it would have to be based on rank incompetence he's unable to do the job he's mentally unfit for the gig and there are are three things it would be that you know in 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 ascending order there would be that there Mm -hmm. would be a coup an honest to god military coup yeah or someone would just kill him yeah i mean there's that possibility which by the way is something i hate saying publicly but sorry I, I, I don't even like to put it in those terms because that makes him sound like a martyr, but he's not. He's just dangerous. He is. All you got to do is look at uh, Ezra Klein's video where he kind of lays it all out and lays out how you know, Donald Trump will not be bound by the strictures of democracy. He just won't He won't abide those things. He certainly won't abide the traditions, and it's questionable whether or not he would abide some of the constitutional restrictions on, on the office that he's running for. And that is, that is terrible. I mean, the amount of havoc that can be wrecked by someone who completely disregards the traditions and the rules of the office of the presidency. I mean, the fact of the matter is, and we're, we're really late for a break at this point, but I wanted to say that one of the worst things America has exported to other emerging nations is the idea of a strong executive, the idea of a president. Yeah. And we do it right because we have traditions here. But a lot of nations that start up with with a presidential system really screw it up. And that president almost immediately becomes either a a strong man or despot and and, uh, a dictator. Tyrants emerge based on the presidential system. And certainly Donald Trump would be uh, right in keeping with that. All right, we're going to take a quick break back with more show right after this. Okay, let's talk about supporting independent media for only one dollar a month. You can help finance The Bob and Chez Show at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's 12 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Bob and Chez. And sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only shows like our post-mortem wrap-up show, the Not Safe for Work after-party show, and commercial-free, unbleeped versions of the free Tuesday and Thursday shows. Most of all, you'll be supporting a totally independent podcast not affiliated with corporate media. And if we reach our $7,500 per month goal, we'll bring you new shows five days a week, Mondays through Fridays. That's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez or click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. Let's do this thing. The Bob and Chez Show presented by bubblegenius.com. Hey, welcome back to our Tuesday show. Thanks for joining us today. Give me what you can tonight. This is the headline at uh, Breitbart.com oh, from, no. uh, from yesterday. Clinton Cash, colon, 
Kaiser Khan's deep legal financial connections to Saudi Arabia, Hillary Clinton's foundation's tie, uh, found Hillary Clinton's foundation tie. What the fuck? This headline. Clinton Cash, Kaiser Khan's deep legal, comma, financial connections to Saudi Arabia, comma, Hillary's Clinton Foundation tie terror, immigration email scandals together. Oh, I get it. I see what they're saying. Hillary's Hillary's Clinton Foundation tie terror. First of all, the headline is the worst headline I've ever seen in my life. Second of all, you get the idea of it. It is, uh, they're going after Kaiser Khan and saying he's connected to uh, to Saudi Arabia financially. Of course uh, they Because they need something. Something, something, something. Yeah, I mean, it's the swift boating of, of this, this guy and his wife who lost their son in Iraq in 2004. By the way, uh, you know, an American hero. I mean, he, he risked his life to save the lives of, of, his, of his people. And it wasn't one of those things where, oh, yeah, I know the other thing. They're starting to say, and I think it was Roger Stone who was uh, marketing him this one this week, where he was saying that the reason Captain Khan went forward on his own is because he was going out to meet with terrorists. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're saying that he's, he's actually a terrorist. I mean, and, yeah. and, and they say that with no evidence, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter because these are people who don't give a shit about evidence. These are people who fucking send around, you know, email threads. And it's not just these it's not just these big issues, by the way, that Trump has been responding to. Have you seen his latest thing? I mean, as if he doesn't have enough on his plate. Things like, I don't know, reading briefing manuals about foreign policy. Maybe he should be doing a little bit more of that. Instead, he spent the day trolling CNN. Yeah, trolling CNN because, because again, that's you know, perceived slights. Yeah. That's, that's more important than, than him knowing, knowing that Ukraine has already <laughs> been invaded. Yeah. I mean that that's just that's a that's a ridiculous thing to screw up. Right. That's I mean that's not that's somebody who is relentlessly ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean somebody who hasn't even it's one thing to, you know, when they when they uh, give you the gotcha question, you know, hey President Bush, can you name the prime minister of whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> that's one that's one thing. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a that's a, you know, you got to really study to know that. Mm. You don't have to study to know that Russia invaded Ukraine. That's right. It was all over the news. It was only two years ago, by the way, that all of that went down. And here was, uh, nevertheless, here was Donald Trump on uh, ABC News this week with George Stephanopoulos. Why did you soften the GOP platform on Ukraine? Uh, I wasn't involved in that. Honestly, I wasn't involved. involved. That's That's a lie right there. Yeah, of course it's a lie. Also, listen to the number of times. His other thing, other, uh, other favorite thing to say besides believe me mm-hmm. is uh, honestly. He'll say honestly or I'm, I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, <laughs> so you know immediately that he's lying when he says right. that. With, which, you know, within within this, uh, I, Gawker, I think, was put together like the, the just sort of a supercut of like the greatest hits of this interview. And the best part about it was the number of times that he kept saying, well, Hillary Clinton's a liar. She's a liar. And I'm, I'm not I'm not a liar. I don't lie. And yeah. I, by the way, I have one of the great temperaments of the world. That's that. He actually said that. I, I have one of the great temperaments. Yeah. Yeah, he you know, it, it's like it's like when he responded to the New York Times today, saying that uh, saying what is it? They don't write good. They don't write good. Oh my god! 
We're so screwed. Yeah. If this guy's this elected, idiot, we're so screwed. This buffoon. We're so incredibly screwed. I mean, on one hand, I'm like, I'm gleeful over his meltdown this week. But on the other hand, I'm going, yeah, you know what? It can turn, turn on a dime. And it we can, can just turn screw. on a dime and never forget. This is why I will be terrified up until election day. No, <laughs> God, not yeah. just up until election day, but beyond election day. Because the other thing that's going to happen is he's, he's already setting the stage to allege corruption. Right. Oh, God. To, yeah. say, to say, you know what? The, this is all illegitimate, which will basically cause violence amongst his idiot, you know, rabble yeah. that love him. Yeah. And it will also, this is absolutely, you can put fucking money on this right now that he is going to be the first presidential candidate in I don't know how long who will not concede. He will not concede. He will not call Clinton and be gracious. That's right. That's if, he, if he even Jeez. loses, which again, why am I terrified? Because no matter what, no matter how good Clinton is doing in the polls, no matter how good, no matter how well Clinton is doing in the polls, no matter, no matter what's going on, no matter how much it looks like he's being trounced, the fact is that he is one of the two people running for president and there is always the chance that he will win. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I want to get into the whole deal with the uh, the election itself and more specifically the debates coming up and the, the scheduling debates coming up here in just a second. But uh, let's get back to this audio on Ukraine from uh, the interview with George Stephanopoulos. This is this is Donald Trump not knowing a goddamn thing about what the fuck's going on. Why did you soften the GOP platform on Ukraine? Uh, I wasn't involved in that. Honestly, Your I was not involved. Yeah, I was not involved in that. I'd like to... Uh, uh, I'd have to take a look at it, but I was not involved. Do you know what they did? Uh, they softened it, I heard, but I was not involved. They took away the part of the platform calling for provision of lethal weapons to Ukraine to defend themselves. Why is that a good idea? Uh, it's Look, you know, I have my own ideas. He's not going into Ukraine, okay, just so you understand. He's not going to go into Ukraine. <laughs> Uh, you can mark it down, you can put it down, you can take it anywhere well, he's already you want. there, isn't he? Okay. Well, he's there in a certain way, but I'm not there. You have Obama there. And frankly, that whole part of the world is a mess under Obama with all that the strength. That doesn't even make any sense. And by the way, Josh Marshall already already basically, you know, wrote a whole thing about how the Trump campaign, the one thing that they engineered yep. in that platform was Ukraine. Absolutely. As a giveaway to his best buddy Putin. Absolutely. That's what that's the way platforms are assembled. You get the the people in from the campaign to work with the committee people and they come up with the platform planks and this was a plank that Donald Trump's people absolutely injected into the proceedings that wasn't it wasn't going to be uh, addressed otherwise. It was just going to be part of it because it always has been part of it. Watching him uh fumble yeah. Watching him try to recover mm-hmm. from from that kind of thing is just, you know, like, listen to him. Listen to the weasel words he uses. Yeah. You know, the the things he does, the the little things that he does, that that the whole if, you know, I got to be honest, shit like that. It's all all that is, is an excuse to stall for time. That's, That's right. all it is because yep. he knows nothing and he doesn't <laughs> care. He doesn't care to learn anything. He doesn't give a shit about the office of president. He just thinks oh, I'm great. I'll just I'll take care of it. By the way, he said uh, here on Twitter, trying to clean up after the fact. So with all of the Obama tough talk on Russia and the Ukraine, they have already taken Crimea and continue to push. That's what I said! Exclamation mark. He also tweeted, When I said in an interview that Putin is, quote-unquote, not going into Ukraine, you can mark it down. I am saying, if I am president, that I guess if he is president, Putin is not going into Ukraine because he's president. He's just... Uh, 
Some, somebody put up an amazing tweet the other day mm. that said that Trump is sitting at home. The reason we haven't heard anything from him for like 24 hours is that Trump is sitting at home thinking of his jerk store response. <laughs> Right, or I'd like to think that some of his advisors have just locked him in the uh, in the bathroom, I, and I don't taken so. away his uh, phone. That's, because that's the, the the other thing about Trump that we've discussed before, yeah. which is that Trump has to be the smartest person in the room, and because of that, you know, he hires idiots. Yeah, he hires idiots and sycophants. Here's the other thing that's interesting. The other interesting characteristic about it: the the press is starting to take their gloves off too. And it's a it's yes. about goddamn time. I mean, George Stephanopoulos, notwithstanding, George Stephanopoulos challenged him on on Ukraine and the Crimea region of Ukraine, and uh, but that was about it. He sort of stepped back and was was kind of behaving toward Trump as if uh, it was just politics as usual, which infuriates me. But I think everyone else is starting to wise up. And I'm talking about the people who are normally middle of the road and noncommittal. We're going to play this clip from Fareed Zakaria coming oh up here. Oh, my God. Yes. Got, go Fareed. <laughs> right, right after this break, back with more show after this. Hello. Bob here to talk about Tweaked Audio. Listener Karen R. wrote to us this week about Tweaked Audio's earbuds. And here's what she had to say. Thanks for the Tweaked Audio link. Had trouble finding decent but not too expensive pods for chores and biking. So tried these. Happy exclamation mark go now to our website and click the banner for tweaked audio for the best in earbuds and earphones they come with a lifetime warranty and free shipping to anywhere in the world and tweaked audio's earbuds and earphones will work with all of your devices available in mic'd or unmiked versions they're designed to reduce outside noise and they're perfect for both music and talk hear us and everything better with tweaked audio earbuds and if you use the promo code B and C, that's B A N D C at checkout, you'll save 30% off the listed price. Nearly one third off on comfortable quality earbuds, warranted for life with free shipping anywhere. Again, use the code B A N D C to save big on quality earbuds. Just click the banner for tweaked audio at bobseska.com. Shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes. And the second half of today's show is brought to you by the bobseska.com Amazon link. Best way, I mean, short of subscribing on Patreon, the best way to support the show is by using our Amazon link. It's simple, easy to use. All you got to do is go to bobseska.com. Just beneath the logo, you'll see the big words that say Amazon link. Click that link. Takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com. You go shopping as normal, but we get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing extra and helps support the show. So thank you for doing that. And if you have a small business, make sure to source all of your materials from Amazon.com through our link. And uh, don't forget to bookmark that. Okay, so moving along here. Fareed Zakaria. Uh, I've, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, I guess we're going to be saying that phrase uh, quite often <laughs> next 100 yeah, days. You, you, you've been able to say that for a year now. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this either. Uh, Fareed Zakaria actually used the word on CNN as he was discussing casually <laughs> with Wolf Blitzer. Uh, Donald Trump's inability to understand basic foreign policy issues. Here's Fareed Zakaria on CNN over the weekend. An interview that Putin is not going into Ukraine. You can mark it down. I am saying if I am president, uh, period, already in Crimea. He also said that the uh, people of Crimea 
would rather be with Russia anyway. So what message? That's, is that's what that's what he's heard. What I he's always heard. Lo- so much of his. He, yeah. He's the perfect Fox candidate because oh, yeah. some people, some people say some, you know, the elusive some people. Yeah, he's always saying that. He's, he's always saying some. You know what I, I've heard? I heard this when he retweets something completely fucking wrong. It's yeah. you know well, I heard that. You know when he when he talks about uh, 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 Ted Cruz's dad. Oh, you know what? That's what I heard. Yeah, my people are telling me, or I just read this. I read this the other day. Yeah, Again, whatever. Weasel you don't read. Words. He doesn't even bother to confirm the truth because it doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. matter. <laughs> right. And he doesn't read. That's the other right. thing. He just hears things. I hear things. I know things. Yep. yep. <laughs> I drink and I know things. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Apologies to Tyrion Lannister. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. He needs to come back, clarify his remarks on such a sensitive and volatile issue. Well, there's a there's a pattern here, uh, Wolf. Every time it is demonstrated that uh, Donald Trump is plainly ignorant about some basic public policy issue, some well-known fact, he comes back with a certain bravado and tries to explain it away with a tweet or a statement. He did it on Brexit. Uh, he did it on uh, the nuclear triad. He did it really on how U.S. debt markets work. He thought that uh, Tim Kaine was the governor of New Jersey. And now with this. And it's, it's sort of amusing to watch how, he, how is he going to pull it off this time? What is he going to you know, argue? Uh, usually it, it's, he adds that the press hates him. Um, but there is a, there's a term for this kind of thing. This is the mode of a artist and you know it's sometimes amusing it's entertaining if the guy is trying to sell you a condo or a car but for a president of the united states it's deeply worrying yep yeah yep that's yep. it that's exactly right yeah I'm, I'm thrilled that he said that he is he's a artist you know and before we break i want to bring this dimension i'll bring this conversation back to this one particular dimension which is that it's it's difficult to underscore this enough, but the Republican Party, the party of George W. Bush, is actively bashing a gold, another gold star family. And it is I, amazing. Up is down, black is white. Yeah. When I mean, it did, and, and it was pointed out last week by so many conservatives during the, the Democratic convention. When did the Democrats become the patriots? Yeah. And it's about time. And, you know, I, I love the idea that the Democrats are co-opting that and taking that back. Because for the longest time, the Republicans had branded that. They had branded their pro-troops posture. And they're selling out. They're selling out their support of the troops in order to prop up this clown-haired moron. This would-be dictator. That's, that's what they're selling. They're selling the troops in order to elect Trump. For God's sake. And here's another great example. Another look into the bubble. This is that Air Force mom at the Mike Pence rally on Monday trying to ask Pence about Trump's remarks regarding the cons. And the people in the audience boo her. So much for support the troops. Here we go. My name is Catherine, and I am a military mom. My son is currently serving in the U.S. Air Force. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My question for you, Mr. Oh, by the way, there's the dynamic Mike Pence voice. The uh, phone yep. on the, the phone on vibrate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get that. That really is the world's best description of him. That's pure genius. All right, here's the uh, here's the Air Force mom again. Let's start. We'll just start with uh, again. My name is Catherine, and I am a military mom. My son is currently serving in the U.S. Air Force. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mike- 
My question for you, Mr. Pence, is time and time again, Trump has disrespected our nation's armed forces and veterans, and his disrespect for Mr. Khan and his family is just an example. Thank you for the question. It's all right. One one of the angry white guys there had to be dragged out. One of the upper middle-aged white guys had to be yanked out of there. (laughs) Because he was, I don't know what he shouted there at the mom. But uh, but he did, and they, the security had to pull him out. We should probably find out what he yelled. I'd be curious to know. I know. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Get away from me. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Folks, that's what, uh, that's what freedom looks like, and that's what freedom sounds like. Okay? Let me just say, first, I want to honor your son's service to the country and your family's service to the country. I truly do, man. Okay. Well, that was uh, good, good for Mike Pence to at least throw that in there. Thanks for that bone. <laughs> I can't even believe. I mean, Mike Pence of all people is probably like, "What the hell did I get myself into?" Yep. You know, talk about ruining a guy's brand. I mean, this guy, his brand wasn't already ruined. It's going to be now. <laughs> He's got no shot. And that's just the, that's the overall uh, observation with regard to the Republican Party on all of this. They have to be. At some point, they have to grasp what is worse. Hillary Clinton becoming president or completely losing control of our party and Donald Trump becoming president, destroying the Republican Party for the next 100 years, maybe. I mean, that's the, those are the stakes for the Republicans. It's like, right. well, do we pick Hillary Clinton or do we just completely destroy the Republican Party for the foreseeable future, which is exactly what a Donald Trump presidency would do. I don't know. I, it's yeah. no brainer as far as I'm concerned. I'm on that side. I'm going with Hillary Clinton. All right, so uh, let's uh, take one last break and come back with uh, more show right after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. This is the Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. You know, I'm finding in the course of doing this show that I can't spit out my Trump observations quickly enough to remember all of them. No, you can't. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like there's, there's so many things I want to say about this guy and so many things I want to say with what's happening about what's happening right now that I can't get them all out in time before I forget and move on to the next thing. And I think maybe that's, I don't know, is that part of the strategy? I don't know. I don't think 
he doesn't have a strategy. I think that's the main part of all of this. There is no Trump strategy. There is no Trump message outside of making America great again. There's no campaign infrastructure. I don't know how the hell he's doing as well as he is. But what they're going to do is they're going to, they've already started, they're going to delegitimize the would-be Clinton presidency. And they've, they've already started to do it now. Election fraud on behalf of Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump is going to be the new birth certificate. This is mm-hmm. what they're going to be saying for the next four to eight years, that Hillary Clinton is, is an illegitimate president because she stole the election. They're laying the groundwork now. You know, just before we get into that aspect of all of this, I think that the polls are still kind of off. I think there's more support for Hillary Clinton than we're hearing about. And I'll tell you exactly why. I think there are Republican women, and I would say more than a few Republican women, who want to vote for Hillary Clinton, but who aren't going to tell pollsters that they're voting for Hillary Clinton. They're certainly not going to tell their pro-Trump husbands or significant others i think they're entirely saying to themselves well you know what i go into that voting booth no one's got to know that i voted for hillary clinton so i'm just gonna tell the pollsters that i voted for trump i'm gonna tell my husband that i voted for trump but i can't vote for trump so therefore i'm gonna vote for hillary clinton so i think in that respect I think the polls are going to show less support from Hillary Clinton than actually bears out in the uh, results of the election. So get ready for that, because that's also going to fuel the uh, the Hillary Clinton stole the election thing. And by the way, I just want to throw this in here. Thank you to Bernie Sanders and his people for injecting that talking point into the general election, that Hillary Clinton is stealing the debates, is rigging the debates and rigging the election, because that is something that was started with the Bernie people. And now Donald Trump is directly citing Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders' supporters when he's talking about Hillary Clinton rigging the election. This is a thing now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You knew that was coming. You knew that, that the Sanders people were going to feed Trump, you know, ammunition. So um, we, we heard over the weekend, one of the things Donald Trump started raving about, which is, which is weird because it was all announced back in September of 2015, the debate schedule. There, I think two of the debates, two of the presidential debates, I don't think the vice presidential debate has this built in, but I think two of the debates uh, conflict with NFL games, which, you know, and, you you know pl- Trump, Trump has received a uh, letter from the NFL <laughs> saying, what's going on here? I, <laughs> right. I received a letter from the NFL. I swear to God, yeah. the correct response to that from Stephanopoulos, I think it was during the Stephanopoulos interview, mm-hmm. should have been, can I see it? Can I see it? Where is it? Show it to me. Well, I don't have it here with me. I've seen it. I've looked at it. I've gone no, over. Show, I mean, no, honestly, show, I have show it. Show it to me. Yeah. Show it to me right now. I want to. I want to see it. It's a tremendous letter. It's a great letter. I exactly. looked at it. It's got. A, it's it, got a, it came in a big, beautiful envelope. Big, beautiful. <laughs> right. But I mean, that. So now they're already laying the groundwork. They're laying the groundwork for Trump to potentially back out of the debates. Which, by the way, if Hillary Clinton does not show up and stand on stage for an hour and a half or two hours, however long, I think the I think the the first presidential debate is scheduled to be two and a half hours long. It's going to be uh, what is it? Eight, nine, ten, ten, fifteen minute segments. I believe it is. And that's that's a lot. That's a long debate. Yeah. But I think Hillary Clinton should just stand up just there stand, and talk. Just, yeah. that, just take questions from Jim Blair or whomever. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Even if even if Donald Trump doesn't show up, just stand there and talk. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be what she does. Because, I mean, if that's the case, if she threatens to do that, Donald Trump will absolutely will show up. And I think he is completely terrified to debate Hillary Clinton. 
I think he oh, is. He's, he's absolutely terrified to debate her. She will mop the floor with him. Yeah. And as stupid and crazy as he is, he has to know that. There's yeah. no way he doesn't know that all of his little insults and all of the things that he did. You know, again, Josh Marshall, man. Marshall's been on fire. Yeah. And he made such an amazing point. You know, I said, I joke that, that he deserves a doctorate in Trump psychology. <laughs> right. Um, because he said, he's like, one of the things he'll probably try to do is he will try to, in addition to going through dom- just your usual dominance ritual, mm-hmm. which is something that we saw so often in the uh, in the GOP primaries, which is he has to do something. He'll do the do the you know he'll do the debate for the most part, mm-hmm. but he has to do something to exert his authority over it over the process. Yeah. So he has to he has to demand something, ask for a concession, something like that. And one of Marshall thinks one of the first things he's going to ask for is to include. Uh, is to include Stein and Johnson yeah. because those two give him someone else. Number one, give him someone else to play off of and also give him, uh, give him uh, co-conspirators against Clinton Yeah, because obviously, you know, Jill Stein would join him. By the way, speaking of Jill Stein, talk about a crackpot and a half. I mean, she oh, is she's a fucking lunatic. She's worthless. Absolutely. One of these. She was talking about how Wi-Fi is well, you know what I'm going to save <laughs> I'm going to save that for the uh, for the postmortem show, but uh, you know it, it, this whole thing with the election, what they're doing is they're setting it up so that uh, so that Hillary Clinton is going to be seen as an illegitimate president. Meanwhile, you know it can't just be. This is one of the things that I keep returning to, especially over the last four or five days, which is that Hillary Clinton can't just win the election. People can't just vote for her enough so that she wins Barack Obama's uh, electoral votes from 2012. Donald Trump and his people need to be utterly humiliated. Yeah, they have to be crushed. They have to be destroyed. That is an issue, you know, because, I mean, you know, you look at it right now and, yeah, look, you know what? She's pulled ahead, but... It's not. It's not what it should be. Right. It should be like eighty to twenty. I, you know, I wrote here in uh, in Salon today. Is that Donald Trump is an existential threat to American democracy, and therefore he can't simply lose the election. He has to be electorally humiliated, crushed, embarrassed. The candidate who pledged so much winning has to be personally mortified by an unequivocal loss, an electoral massacre so severe that it leaves little room for screeching about rigged elections, and more importantly, the loss has to be so overwhelming that it discourages any similar would-be populist tyrants from emerging in the future. But there's the problem, and that is the problem. I think that no matter what, and again, this is something we're seeing already, Trump has positioned He's he's already he's already sort of uh, uh, you know psyching out not only his his uh, supporters but also his own you know his own personality. Yeah. He's basically kind of himself mm-hmm. into saying, well, you know what? If I lose, it, it was stolen from me. Yeah, that's exactly so right. I didn't really lose. He I, you know what? I didn't really lose. I didn't really lose. Yeah, because that's it. Like he'll never admit defeat. He is the kind of who never admits he's wrong. No, no. And there's, it's, it's questionable whether or not, first, he's going to show up at the debates at all. Second of all, it's questionable whether or not he'll actually deliver a concession speech on election night. He's when, not going to. I, I, I would seriously, I would put, give me, you know, make a bet. We can make a bet. You want to want to make a bet? Do want to make a Duke and Duke bet for a dollar? <laughs> sure. I, well, I mean, I, but I think we agree. Yeah. 
I don't think he'll make an acceptance speech. There's no way he's going to make it. I mean, a, a, a concession speech. God, God help us if, if, if he's if making. If he doesn't, we'll speech. donate our two dollars to the charity of uh, you know. That's the right. Charity of Donald Trump's choice. <laughs> oh, God. The, whatever charity he hasn't given any money to. I mean, suffice to say, we've got a long list of uh, of quotes over the last few days from Donald Trump and his people about uh, about election theft. I mean, again, Roger Stone was on uh, was on Alex Jones. And insisted that Hillary Clinton is going to steal the election. I mean, Donald Trump was saying the exact same thing. Which, by the way, talk about someone who's completely mentally ill. Roger Stone. Roger Stone's a maniac. I mean, for more than one reason. He really is. He really is nuts. But now he's like, he's showing up in these TV interviews with big, round, dark sunglasses. They just like, He's like a mini version of Donald, uh, Donald Trump in his own way. A clown in the same way that Donald Trump is a clown, but he's saying all these horrific, horrific things. But I just see, like, it's going to be this whole uh, birth certificate situation all over again where they're constantly investigating uh, precinct by precinct Hillary Clinton's uh, vote totals after Election Day. Um, If something like 2000 happened again, where Mm. there was a, a recount. I mean, that would be almost the worst case. It would be almost worse than Donald Trump winning immediately would be some kind of recount scenario, because then we're going to see all of the conspiracy theories come out where Donald Trump is just his head is going to explode. Uh, And then if he wins, that makes it even worse. Right. But I say this again, be be afraid, be very afraid. Just the mere fact that this guy is one of two candidates who can win. And that's, that is a fact. That won't, I mean, unless he drops out or something just insane happens, yeah. he, he I mean, something more insane than what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still, he, is, he could win. He could win. Yep. You know, that is, that is the reality. And so every single thing humanly possible that we can do needs to be done to, to stop this. That's right. Because this is, the, this is seriously, this is the, you know, the rise of an unhinged Hitler yeah. don't in get America. Ha- I mean, the, the mantra, again, has to come down to don't get happy. The fact of the matter is that in the United States, elections are already tilted. The, or the Republican victories in elections are already baked into the pie. I mean, it's, and it's worse now because, because of all these voter ID laws. So you have to take that into consideration, too. I mean, again, there were there was a voter ID law that was overturned in North Carolina, but there's still voter ID in Virginia, Georgia. Georgia, by the way, is becoming a thing as far as the polls go. Uh, New Hampshire, Ohio, Michigan. By the way, I saw a poll today that showed a tie in Utah. That has to be an outlier. So please do not go around tweeting that and sharing that with people. Man, man. Hillary Clinton's not going to win Utah. I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to be wrong on that, but it's, it's just not going to happen. So don't, we, we have to be very careful, those of us with big popular f- Facebook pages and Twitter accounts, be very careful what polls you share, because it's very, it'll be very easy, especially now with the Trump crash and burn, to, to bring back that goddamn Democratic complacency. And again, with... With uh, elections being stacked, as I said, uh, in favor of Republicans, <laughs> the fact is that we need every vote. I mean, every vote counts in this. So don't, I mean, yeah. people who are voting for Jill Stein, you know, I, what What can I say to you? Um, 
you know, I saw real time. <laughs> That's right. what you can say. Don't listen to Cornell West. Whatever you do. Oh my God! What a what a dingbat! What a fucking what a fucking dingbat! <laughs> oh God! I had to actually. I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher uh, Friday night, and I actually had to start muting the television every time Cornell West started speaking. He's a cartoon character. He's not to be trusted. All right, yeah. the postmortem show is next. Sign up at Patreon.com/slash Bob and Ches, and we'll see you over there, folks. Bye bye.